So we're holding by Paragimel Pasuk Lamed Ches. The learning tonight should be a schosi l'nish master b'chiyo mecho ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, as well as a schos for Fu Shlema from Moshe ben Miriam. So we learned previously that David returns from the Levaya and the people try to present him with food, but David refuses to eat and takes a shvua that he will not eat that whole day. And then the people come to recognize, based on all the actions that David took to show his grieving over Avner, the people realize that David is sincere and he was not behind the killing of Avner. So the king then says to his servants, Surely you should know that an officer and a very great man has fallen today from Klai Yisrael. That Avner was an officer as well as a great man. I today am weak and have recently been anointed king. And the these people, these sons of Tzruya, Yoyav and Avishai, who carried out this murder, are stronger than me. Yishalim, and therefore, I can't do anything to them right now. But rather, Yishalim Hashem lo yisei I leave it to Hashem to repay those people with the evil that they have done. So David here is explaining to his servants why he's not punishing Yoyav, even though it's really part of the job of a king to make sure that justice is given to everyone. But nevertheless, uh, uh, he's explaining that he's not in a position right now where he can take any action against Yoyav and Avishai. And there's a number of explanations given amongst the Mepharshim. So the Marikara explains that David is saying that even though a small person, I would have to stand up for justice. And certainly, when you have a great person like this, I certainly have to stand up and do justice. And in fact, that's why I was appointed to be king, right? To make sure that nobody gets away and everyone's held accountable. But David's saying, I can't do anything because I'm too weak and my kingdom is too new. Because yesterday, I was just appointed and consolidated the Malchus through Avner. Avner helped me consolidate all of Kal Yisrael. But those that joined recently, they're still sort of watching to see what's David going to be like, how he's going to treat people, and if all of a sudden now I'm going to wipe out my top two generals, there's going to be confusion amongst the ranks, and you're going to have a bunch of people leaving, and the Malchus is going to be in jeopardy. So because of that, I'm, my hands are tied, and I can't take uh, uh, revenge against Yoyav and Avishai right now, when my Malchus is so new, they're in a stronger position than I am. The Malbim adds to this that if Avner was still alive, David's saying, I would have been able to kill Yoyav and Avishai because Avner would have kept everyone in check. Just like we saw that Avner kept the other Shvatim in check and consolidated behind Ishbaishas until now. So if, Av- if Avner was still alive, I could have acted against Yoyav and Avishai. But now that Avner is dead, if I'm going to act against my top two generals, Yoyav and Avishai, it's going to jeopardize the rest of, uh, the, of my followers and the Malchus in general. The Abarbanel adds that fear of Yoyav was not, would not have been enough justification and enough of an excuse for David not to do the right thing. However, there was an additional fact here, which the Malbim also says, which is that there were no Edom and there was no Hasra. So there was no way to prosecute Yoyav and Avishai in an actual Bezdin. The only thing that was left is something called the Mishpat HaMelech, where the king has, the king has an authority to carry out justice and carry out din based on how he sees the right thing to do. But that is not something that's mandated. Menatayra, it's, it's a, it's a rishus, it's an authority given to the king that he doesn't have to execute. Not like a bezdin, which would be forced to act if Adam came in and accused someone of murder. And so therefore, Yoyov was guilty in David's eyes of going against the melech, and David would have had this right, like a discretionary 
uh, authority to execute. And David's explaining why he's not going to do that devarishos because it may jeopardize his malchus. Metsutis explains that David is telling his avodim, if they're going to wonder why David is excessively crying, they should know the reason is, kisar that Avner is deserving of such excessive mourning because of the great per- person that Avner was. So then, Pazuklamites, David's following up and saying, well, if you're going to tell me, if Avner is this great person, then how come you're not acting? I'll explain to you why I'm not acting, because I am in a weaker position compared to the position of Yoyav and, Av- and Avishai, which is they are in the stronger position right now. If I go and kill them, their followers will jeopardize my entire malchus. I will lose the following of most of Klai Yisrael. The Bina Layitim explains on Pasuk Lamed Ches that David is saying, that Avner, a, a great and uh, a great man and an officer, uh, has fallen from Klai Yisrael today. David is telling Klai Yisrael, don't think that the loss of a tzaddik, this, the loss rather of this tzaddik, is going to be felt over time. Right now, we don't see the impact, but over time, we'll see the impact. Says David, no, it's not true. This person was so great that you're going to feel the effects and his loss immediately because he protected Klai Yisrael on a daily basis. And so things will befall Klai Yisrael now that Avner will no longer be able to protect, and you will start to feel the effects today. And we see that one of the effects is that David can't even execute justice against Yoav and Avishai on that day because Avner is out of the picture. In the Sefer, Evel Kaved, he brings down that David's, the purpose of David's words here is to try to be Ma'ira Klai Yisrael to do tshuva. That they, David's saying, don't think that Avner died as a kapara for the generation, and that's the sole reason, and that's the sole purpose, and the sole result of Avner's death, is that Klai Yisrael is getting a kapara. It's not true, it's not the end of the story. But rather, David's saying, do you should know, kisar v'gadol nafalayem azab Yisrael, meaning, Two people now are going to die as a result of this. Sar, the officer, which is Avner himself, the Saratzava, the general of the army, and also Vigadol, which is the Melech Ishbaishas. That now that Avner is dead, it's not only going to mean the death of Avner, but it's also going to mean the death of Ishbaishas. Because as long as Avner was around and supporting the Malchus of Ishbaishas, Ishbaishas knew that no one would uh, take a hand and act against him. But now that Avner was dead, Ishbaishas is also going to die. We see that in the next Pasuk, because the next Pasuk, the immediate next Pasuk, which is the beginning of Paragdal, it says, Vayishma ben Avner When the son of Shaul, when Ishbaishas hears that Avner has died, Vayirpuyadav, his hands become weak. In other words, now all of a sudden he's concerned for what may happen to him, because Avner was the was a protector to ensure that nothing would happen to Ishbaishas. So now that Avner is dead, Ishbaishas also does not have long to live. Therefore, when David says, to his people, he says, Haloi Seidu. Really, he should have said, Haloi Deu. What's Seidu? The Saf makes it like a Lashon Asid, like a future Lashon, saying, Haloi Seidu, you should know that the end result is not even here yet. Yes, Avner is dead, but that's not even the end result. The end result is that two people are going to die as a result of this, Avner as well as Ishbaishas, and therefore we need to do tshuva to prevent this terrible outcome from happening.